0: Peace, family, and thank you for tuning in to Understanding the Nursing Game podcast. Many people are looking for financial help while in college. I would love to present the Thelma Lee McKenzie Nursing Scholarship. It was designed for nursing students at the University of South Alabama. You must have a 3.0 GPA and have graduated from a high school within Washington, or uh, Clark County, in the state of Alabama. If anybody have any more questions about this scholarship, Please call Rebecca Baker at 251-341-3721. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, this is Barry Coleman again on another episode of Understanding the Nursing Game podcast. And today we got a very, very, very special guest. But um, before we get to the guest, I want to go ahead and say the quote of the day. Keep your dreams alive. Understand to achieve anything requires faith and belief in yourself, vision, hard work, determination and dedication. Remember, all things are possible for those who believe. Man, that's a powerful quote. That's by Miss Gail Devers. She was a 96 uh, track and field uh, Olympian. And so um, I just, when I saw this special guest uh website, I was just impressed automatically. I mean, uh, just to see a young black lady um trying to start her own company, that, that for one, that was impressive. And then she got her own products, got her own website. And uh, I'm just glad I was able to meet her through social media. So, um, with all that being said, I want to introduce: It's Nurse Bay. How you doing today? It's Nurse Bay.
1: Hey, what's going on? Good morning. Hi, everyone. My name is Ashlyn, also known as It's Nurse Bay on Instagram. I'm 24 years old. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. I'm a mother to small children. I'm also not a nurse yet. I'm a nursing student, but I do graduate this upcoming December 2021. So yes, I'm very excited. Basically, I came up with Nurse Bay and my products, my bags, just literally this year around March. Um, I launched my website May 1st, and we just been rocking and rolling ever since, so Thank everybody that's been supporting me. That's been reposting, liking, purchasing. I mean, every little bit commenting, every little bit of support counts. And it definitely does help my engagement and my business to grow. So thank you. And thank you for asking me to come on here. I really appreciate it. So yeah.
0: (laughs) See, you have just blew my shoes away with them, man. I have never never known a twenty uh, four year old woman that um willing to get her own business and um and by you not even being a nurse and 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 striving to to sell your own products and things like that. I'm proud of you, just on that. Yes, uh, you already told me where you're from. So uh, was you born and raised in Baltimore? Yes, I'm born and raised
1: here. Um, my parents are not from here. Actually, they met. In college, they both went to Morgan. They're Morgan alumni. So they met here and then just kind of like stayed here after I was born. Um, My father is originally from Brooklyn, New York, by way of Trinidad. So I'm Trini. My family is Trini. Um, My mom, they're from Connecticut. So they kind of just, you know, (laughs) came down here and stayed down here. So that's where I'm at.
0: Okay, then. Well, um. Let me get to my questions. What got you into nursing?
1: So um basically, since I was about in like middle school, I always knew that I wanted to be in healthcare. In middle school, I actually went to um a magnet school. So I was in a magnet program and my magnet was drama. So <laughs> I'm not shy at all. I was always I used to travel and do like shows and stage plays and stuff like that, and I loved it. But I knew I didn't want to ever be an actress. I was like, I love this for fun, but I want to take care of people. And I want to be that person who is people's go-to person. I'm so, so, so into patient advocacy. I love being the voice for the voiceless. Because if you know that in healthcare, a lot of times patients feel, I don't want to say less than, but they have an issue with speaking up about their wants and needs to healthcare providers, right? Something will be wrong and they'll act like it's not just for the sake of just not causing a problem. But I feel like, you know, as a nurse, it's our duty and our due diligence to step in, and sometimes we have to speak for our patients. And I just, I love that because I don't have a problem speaking up. So <laughs> that's my whole thing. Like, I'm just so into patient advocacy. Um, my mother is actually a nurse, she graduated from nursing school when I was in high school so that definitely put the battery in my back like okay this is what it is like and she's living her best life she's currently on travel assignments because all her children are older so she's just she's lit (laughs) so yeah that's basically it and my little brother and my father and stuff like my family members have had uh, a lot of health issues so just watching them go through things, being in and out of the hospital and procedures and stuff like that, like it just always has inspired me to gravitate towards
0: healthcare. OK, so um, you say you're still in nursing school. Tell me what nursing school you attend.
1: I go to a school. We call it BCCC here in Baltimore. But it's Baltimore City Community College um, is where I attend in the ADN nursing program. I started in fall of 20, well, I've always, I was taking prereqs way before then. I graduated high school in 2014. So I was taking pre prereqs on and off here and there. And then I finally got serious and I started the nursing program in fall of 2019. And I've been in it ever since. <laughs> I was supposed to graduate actually this May, but something came up where I wasn't able to complete clinicals and things like that. And it was really unfortunate. And hurt my feelings (laughs) because it was completely out of my control. And I just gave birth September of 2020, mid-semester. I had my son on a Monday and I called my teacher and I was like, hey, professor, you know, I'm in labor. And we had a quiz that day. I was like, I'm in labor. Can you leave the quiz open for me for like another 24 hours? And my teacher was like, Ashlyn, no, like just, you know, go ahead, have your baby. Like just literally have your baby. She's like, you can worry about the quiz next week. And I'm the type of person, I'm like, if I got to worry about this quiz next week, I got to worry about this quiz and next week's quiz. Like, no, I got to get it over with now. So, thankfully, um, my professor was super supportive and she left it open for me. And I actually did my quiz in my bed in the postpartum unit the day I had my son, and I got an 80. So, that's the type of stuff that I'm, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I don't let anything stop me, get in my way went right back to school. Thankfully we were online. So it really helped a lot with, you know, having a newborn, but I also have a three-year-old and I had her during my prerequisites. So (laughs) that's probably what took me a little bit longer, but definitely okay. So yeah, I graduated this December. I wasn't able to participate this spring semester, but actually it was, you know, I was upset. I was hurt because it wasn't in my control, but it ended up being a blessing in disguise because that is how Nurse Bay came about. So I had a little bit of extra time on my hands. I was like, I got to do something. I can't just sit still. So that's what I did.
0: And you are a very determined individual. Anything that you put your mind to, you can accomplish. And I, I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to do great things in your life. Um, can you tell the people at home or that's tuning in, Exactly. What kind of problems do you have or you run into while in nursing school?
1: Oh, definitely. Well, first, I'm going to speak to the mothers, because I know a lot not a woman who have small kids or have gotten pregnant in the nursing program and dropped out or withdraw or felt like they just couldn't do it. And I want to be the person to show you that it is very, very, very possible. Um, people will judge you. People will try to shut you out or make you feel less than like, oh, you pregnant again? Like, well, you know, she probably just want to go ahead and just do this and that. Do not, do not let that stuff discourage you. You know, a part of my personal struggles in nursing school, I've worked full-time, always. I've always worked full-time. I've always been in school full-time and I've always been a full-time mother. So, I guess a big part of it for me was time management, putting myself on a schedule that I could actually stick to. Not a schedule that looks good and sounds good, but a realistic schedule that, you know, is conducive to you and your household needs. Like you have to be real with yourself and you have to stick with the people who are with you. You have to establish a tribe and love on them as much as they love on you, because I mean, you can't do it by yourself. I went through a lot, especially with my second son, because I was actually in the program. So I don't want to say I was embarrassed, but I didn't want to tell anybody. And, and, um, you know, I'm actually when I'm pregnant, I don't really show until like later, later on. So I just kept it on hush. I was in clinicals and I was just doing my thing. I wasn't telling nobody nothing. I was like, look, yo, because I don't want nobody to feel like I can't do it because of my circumstances, because that's not the truth. One thing that has really helped me as far as, you know, juggling school and work and stuff like that, it's not the most ideal schedule in the world. But I've worked every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 7A to 730P since 2019, just so that I can be in school every Monday through Thursday. (laughs) So that's my lifestyle schedule. Yes. (laughs) It's not ideal, but you got (laughs) to make it work. Oh, you can't work and be in school. You really can, but you're just going to be tired, but you can do it. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: Girl, I love your ambition. Can you tell me exactly what your job entails? Or better yet, what's your job title?
1: So, I'm actually um, a CNA by trade, but I'm a patient care tech at a pretty big, teaching hospital here in Baltimore. Um, I work on a high risk labor and delivery unit. So I actually love women's health. I love obstetrics. I love L&D. So that's actually where I do plan on staying upon graduation. And uh, yeah, so that's what I do. I help with vaginal deliveries. I help with, and a lot of people think, oh, L&D is so like roses and butterflies. Like they have this weird conception of labor and delivery. Like all we do is play with babies all day. But <laughs> that's actually not the case. Um, babies do, unfortunately, you know, pass away. They are traumatic situations, and in the particular hospital that I work at, because we are so high risk and we take the high risk babies and also the high risk moms, because every it's just every pregnancy is not always about the baby having issues. A lot of moms have problems too. So since we take such a collective group of women and children it does become very traumatic. Uh, it was hard working there while I was pregnant, you know, watching, you have to, you know, put 35 week old babies in body bags. Like that's hard to do, but somebody has to do it. And I love being, like I said, the go-to person for my women. I love, love, love my girls at my job. I love my women. I love my moms. Like it's, it's, it's a very, it could be the best or the worst day of someone's life coming to my unit. Um, And I just love being there for them. I've cried with them. I hold legs. I hold arms. I give, you know, I lay babies on mom's chest for the first time. Like, I just love that whole connection that I can have, that bond I can have with my patients. Even if it's just for a little while, it definitely makes, you know, an impact because they don't forget stuff like that. So, that's what I do at work.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, basically, you telling me you go to school during the week, Monday through Thursday, and then on the weekends, you work 36 hours a week. Um, I understand that, because um, when I was in nursing school, I worked as a pharmacist, and I used to work 30 hours a week. And so um, I just want to know, how do you juggle um, nursing school, uh, work, and then having two young kids?
1: Well, as far as that, um, like I'm big on you know, time management. I write everything down. So doctor's appointments, because children have those (laughs) um, things that they need to do, like extracurriculars and stuff like that. I keep myself on a schedule. But honestly, you have a support system behind you when you're trying to be a mother, be a person, because you still have your own personal needs too, right? And still pursue your dreams. It's super duper important to have people that genuinely love you and care about your best interests behind you. It doesn't have to be 50 people that are backing you up, but as long as the five that you got are strong and they're consistent and they're there and they mean well, that's the biggest thing that I can say is your support system because you can't do it without them. Like I said, my children are still very, very small. Like I had them during my prerequisites and while I was in the program. So I'm not given the opportunity to have my kids in school, right? Like a traditional school, they just go to school Monday through Friday. So I had to make things work. My daughter, typically she was in daycare the entire time. So she would go to daycare around, if I had to be to school at eight, she would go, I mean like nine, she would go like eight. And then I didn't have to pick her up till six, which was good, right? That's better than regular school for me. So I can go to school, go home, still study, And then go pick up my daughter and then attend to her. Um, As far as my son, since he's still small, he's never been to daycare before. So he's still home. So it does become a lot. One thing that I can definitely say about being a mother and trying to pursue school is, like I said, the time management thing. So sometimes you have to wake up at five, six o'clock in the morning to study before your household is awake. You know, to get things done, it's not favorable. Like I said, it's not ideal, but if you want it that bad, you will do it. And then there's other days on the other end where if your children are asleep by 9, 10 o'clock, let's say realistically, because you know they're not going to go straight to sleep. You got to stay up till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning to study while it's quiet. Like you just have to get your time in whenever you can. A huge way I study is I'm an audio learner. So I record all my lectures and we listen to them in the car <laughs> every chance I get. If I'm in the car driving, especially during the semester, I'm playing my lectures over and over and over and over again, because that's the only time where it's really quiet. Because when I'm home, I can't walk around with headphones in and, you know, try and listen to my lectures. So I'm on my way to work. I'm on my way to the store. I'm on my way to school. I would just listen. Um, and another thing I do is I write. I write every every everything down. So I have like stacks and stacks and stacks of notebooks with all my notes. So that's basically how I try and manage myself. I got to wake up early and stay up late, but it's possible.
0: All right. So, uh, you said you wanted to be a L and D nurse. So, um, I'm gonna give you some words of advice. If I was you, I would, uh, join. I, I would type in labor and delivery nurse association. I think it's like a W H O N something like that. You can look it up, but, um, I would have joined that association. They're going to send you magazines. You're going to start getting emails. Um, the biggest reason why is because you can um, start. I know they got COVID and, and things of that nature, but they still have like chapter meetings and they might have it through Zoom or something like that. And you can start uh, networking and um, meeting different people in, in, uh, in, uh, in other hospitals that work in L&D. Um, and not only that, I know you got a young family and everything. Um, it's probably some internships, some labor and delivery internships that you may can get into with COVID. Um, I know a lot of hospitals are starting to do more internships. Uh, they know that the nursing students that are graduating now do not have a lot of experience due to the hospitals not allowing students to come in into their hospital and gain experience through clinicals. So. If I was you, I would try to join that association and um, just start networking. And um, I know you—you you probably already got some um, a nice little setup at your job now. But the more options that you have at hand, the better decision you can make as far as where you want to go and how you want to start your career. Definitely, definitely.
1: Well, thank you so, for that. Uh, for that. And you know what? A yeah, lot of yeah. People- no problem. No- with being and, and I'm glad that you said that because another thing that comes up, especially in nursing school and stuff, for some reason, our professors always try to push people toward going to like med surge first or like the i m c or something that's kind of a little bit of everything, and they they kind of not discourage you, I don't think intentionally, but they try to make it seem like going straight into a specialty as a new grad for one is not a good thing because you won't know certain skills. And then for two, it's, oh, it's just so hard and it's impossible to get into a specialty as a new grad. But if you know what you want to do and you know where you would like to be, med surge is not going to serve me well on a labor and delivery unit. It's just not. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't yeah. help. In <laughs> the same way, labor and delivery would not help a med surge nurse because they would be looking like, I don't know what this is. You know what I mean? So I think that's super important, too, not to... You know, discourage these upcoming nurses or graduates to feel like they have to go straight to a med surge, and nothing is wrong with med surge. Let's get that clear. Med surge is awesome. It's it's just as good as every other type of because everything has its own specialty. Everything has its own way. But I personally am not a fan. (laughs) It's not what I want to do. So, yeah.
0: Well, uh, I'm gonna tell you a couple reasons why some instructors they um they push students to towards the med surge setting. One, because a lot of them started off in med surge. Um and sometimes they can get away from med surge, but a lot of them stayed in med surge and then just went back to school. So if you come in as a brand new nurse and you kind of fast track yourself towards the uh specialty, like like labor and delivery, you know, they they might feel some kind of way. So and also number two, this is a legit reason right here. Um, a lot of time the the school's curriculum is med search based. The school already know that the hospitals are more than likely going to hire you as a brand new nurse on a med search floor. So they want to teach you med search things so that when you get on get onto the job or you get on the floor, so to speak, you are able to be competent and and keep and Keep and take care of patients in a safe manner. So that's the real reason why they really push med surge is because you are being taught med surge mostly on, a, on an everyday basis. And, um, you're going to have more success when it comes to your career. But for me and for anybody that listening, I try to tell all the nursing students, Hey, if you want to become an emergency room nurse, I will not start off. On the floor on med surge, I would go ahead and and try to get into a emergency room internship somewhere, and um and go from there. If I wanted to do um ICU, I wouldn't start off on no med surge floor. I would apply to a ICU internship because a lot of time they don't tell you this in school, but a lot of time once you get that med surge experience on your resume. It's hard to get away from because a lot of people, that's all they see you as is a, is a med-surg nurse. So you have to kind of like develop your skills and start networking early so that you can be more in control of your career. Because once you once your professional career starts, it's going to be up to you what you make of it.
1: Exactly. And you do learn a lot on med-surg on med-surg as a tech before. And, you know, you do see a little bit of everything. And you do learn a lot, so you know you get what you get from everywhere.
0: Okay, so um, now I want to get into your business. I want you to go ahead and elaborate for the people listening in. What type of business do you have?
1: So, um, it's Nurse Bay is a nursing accessory store. I make fanny packs, but we call them Bay bags. Uh, basically, designed specifically for healthcare. There is a spoolie on there to put your tape, to put your IV caps on. There is a stethoscope holder on the side, a zipper pocket in the back. Um, We also sell headbands with the buttons on the side, specifically for your mask. We have, what else do we have? We have badge reels for our badges. I sell um, scissors for gauze and tape and things like that. So we have a little bit of everything. I'm trying to expand in a few more products. Uh, coming very soon but I came up with this idea because again I work on labor and delivery so being there we have to wear sterile scrubs and we get them out of a machine because you never know when you're going to go to the OR right so we get our scrubs out of a scrub machine and if you're familiar with um, OR scrubs ours only have one pocket in the front and one pocket in the back that's all we get so right. there was nowhere to put any of my things. And one day I'm at work and I had my phone in the pocket that's in the front. And I bent over to pick something up and my phone fell flat on its face and shattered. And I was like, oh, my God, uh, this hospital is not going to buy me a new phone. <laughs> I was like, they're not going to reimburse me for any of my things. And that kind of gave me the idea of like, you know, what could I what could I wear in here for that? And a lot of my anesthesia techs and um, even some of my surgical techs actually had on like fanny packs, but they was the ugly ones. They weren't the cute ones, like the ones that I had. So I, told them, I was like, let me look some stuff up here and try to figure out one, if there's a market for this. Like, do people, do people want this? Do people like this? Can people use this? Um, I found, you know, my competition online. I looked into the price point of these types of things. And I found me a vendor and we took off from there. Um, Like I said, I started my research about like the end of March, early April, and I launched my website May 1st. And that's where we're at. Um, I do not promote my business on my personal social media only because, for one, I just wanted to honestly see if I can generate organic traffic to my business page people that genuinely want this product that are going to buy it. Because a lot of times people who go into business feel like their family and friends are going to be their biggest, and they can be your biggest supporters morally, right? But I'm talking about money. So, because that's the purpose of a business. You want money. So sometimes people feel like their family and friends are going to be their biggest financial supporters in their business. And a lot of times that's absolutely not the case. Strangers will get you rich. Not the people that you know. Okay. And another thing, you got to be careful because everybody wants you to do good until you start doing better than them. And then it's like, who does she think she is? And why does she think that she could do this? So I do not promote my business on my personal page because if you want it, you'll stumble across my page, like I said, organically, and you will find it. I'm so grateful for the people who have trusted me to purchase from my website. Who have trusted my products, who have sent me awesome reviews, who have sent me pictures, I'm super duper grateful and thankful because literally like ninety eight percent of my customer base i have I do not know them, they do not know me, I have shipped products to Canada to i think over like wow, like almost we're pushing almost twenty states I don't exactly have the number yet, but I gotta write everything down, but I mean I've shipped products to states that I've never Even been to before. So I'm just super grateful. And like I said, you cannot sit around and get mad or wait on the people that you know to support you financially. They can post your stuff all day long, that's fine. But if you're not making no money from it, as a from a business standpoint, that does not serve you well. You understand what I'm saying? So that's how we came up with Nurse Bay. Um, I just recently started posting my actual face on my page or my business page, because again, I just felt like I didn't need me to back it up. But I've just recently, you know, started posting my face and giving people a little bit more of who I am and how I got to this point to try and build a community, because that's ultimately my goal, right? I want to build a community for Nurses, nursing students, people who are kind of interested in nursing, but are afraid or who have children and feel like that they cannot do it. Those are the people who I want to speak to. So I have to I had to realize that I had to open up and, you know, be a little bit more transparent. So that's what I've done.
0: Yeah, I was looking at your website last night. Man, I like your products. Uh, I was just looking at all the different little stuff you got on now. And um. Just to be honest with you, I got my own little scholarship that I give away twice a year. I think I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and start buying some of your products and put it in like the little, the little care package that I um, give to them. Like I, I think the last time got like a stethoscope and, you know, maybe a Target gift card or something like that. But I think I'm gonna add a couple of your, your products in now so that, you, so that I can help promote your business. Also, I'm looking on there now. I like your little pink bag. I think that'll be nice for the uh, scholarship recipients. You know, they can get that pink bag and uh be looking fly when they uh, put it on. Tell everybody what's your best seller?
1: The the best seller currently is Night Shift, which is um our black bag. People love Night Shift. Actually, Night Shift is currently oh. sold out. So, <laughs> I got to get some more, but when, you know, they'll be back very very soon, but it's actually sold out right now. But yeah, that's people's favorite is the black because, you know, it's easy. It goes with a lot of stuff and they love
0: it. I tell you what, when you get back in stock, send me a message. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to buy two of them. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it now. I like your little nurse badges. Or, I mean, I, I like all your products. I, I like what you got going on. Like, all right. We're going to try to go ahead and end this interview. Uh, It's been a good one. Um, for those individuals that want to get into nursing, what's some sound advice that you would give them?
1: So definitely if you can try and get a job as even if, even if it's like a CNA or a sitter or a med tech, something in the healthcare field, try and just get your feet wet a little bit to make sure that you even like it. Um, because you have people who went straight through nursing school and then they become a nurse and realize I don't even like taking care of people, or this is not for me because you you are gonna get your hands dirty, you know, and sometimes you might get your feelings hurt. I don't know if you've ever been around patients, but some of them are not always very pleasant. So <laughs> you got to make sure that you really want to be there. And also a huge thing I feel like, again, as far as working with patients one on one prior to actually becoming a nurse, is building up your confidence with patient rapport. Um, a lot of people, You know, may not be fully confident in walking into a patient's room, telling them who you are, what you're about to do, and then actually doing it well, right? You might get nervous. You might feel like, oh, like like letting the patient run the show. You have to remember who's here to do what. So definitely working in healthcare throughout my entire nursing school. Career, I feel like has definitely helped me. And then you get familiar with stuff, like even the simple things and fundamentals, your vital signs and stuff like that. Like once you've already done them on a real human being and you know what the numbers are supposed to look like, it almost just becomes like innate and second nature to you, and you know when something is just not right.
0: So that's sound advice right there. I, I like that house. So uh when you going into work or driving into nursing school, tell me. Who you like to listen to on your radio
1: first of all, I love future <laughs> that's my favorite so Two. he' gonna get me there he's gonna get me through, so yeah, future I love future that's my favorite <laughs> okay what's your what's your favorite future song my favorite one favorite song um, okay, so it's probably like a couple of them, but honestly, up the river. It's a really, really good song. And a lot of people try to, like, shut Future out because they feel like he mumble rap. He don't really say nothing. But if you really listen to what he says in that song and listen to the word, you just, you going to feel him. So, (laughs) Up the River might be, I don't know, might be top two and it's not two. So, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Okay. Tell me some activities that you did for fun during COVID.
1: During COVID? Well, first of all, I worked during COVID. So, (laughs) I didn't really get a chance to, like, (laughs) quarantine and take off and all of that and just chill and sit at home. But um nothing, because everything was closed. <laughs> Sat in here, and that's it.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right. Tell me one thing you would tell your younger self.
1: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's a heavy question. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. Like One thing I would tell my younger self, I would definitely tell her to... Be patient to keep pursuing and keep pushing. And also that the time is going to go whether you do it or not. So just do it and do the, do it, do it well and try to do the right things. Um, (laughs) I would just tell her to just keep, keep focused and listen to your parents because I don't know if you have a younger audience, I don't know what your audience demographic really is, but y'all, even when you're you know in high school and you're like in that weird rebellious phase where you feel like, "Oh, nobody understands me," or everybody's out to get me and stuff like that, when people say that it's a phase, it's honestly it's a phase. Trust and believe that your parents have the best interest for you in most cases. I can't speak for everybody's parents, but just listen to them because when you become a parent <laughs> and you feel like you want your children to do you just want them to be great. Like you just, you just want the best everything for them, whether you got to give it to them or you got to teach them how to go get it themselves. And, you know, I always have been, had like a go get a mentality in middle school. I used to sell honey buns and juices to the kids and I used to get in trouble because, you know, you can't sell candy and snacks like that, you know, in school, but I always kept my little green bag and I used to go to the store and and buy stuff in bulk and go to school and flip it. So if you got something in you that nobody else around you has, stick with it. Because one day it's going to pay off and it's going to work in your favor. Like, don't let nobody tell you what you're doing is is clowned out or none of that. They just scared because they can't do it. So <laughs> remember that part. <laughs>
0: hey, that's another gym right there. And this girl, she dropping gym after gym. Hey, I want to go ahead and tell you, thank you, it's Nurse Bae, for you for well, you taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to me. This has been a great interview. But before we let you go, I want you to name one nurse that should be on our show. And if you do, you got to help us get them.
1: One nurse that should be on your show. I'm going to call my mother. <laughs> I'm going to call my mother. She not That'll in. be a yeah she's not as animated as me she a little bit on like not the shy side but you know she's a little reserved so i gotta talk her into it and see if i could get her to, to speak over here but that's definitely my mom she's an awesome nurse she's so smart <laughs> she's great
0: all right that's the end of our show i want to tell you thank you is nurse Bay for um for being on the show um i'm gonna be honest with you i'm I'm overwhelmed right now. You, you are a very ambitious person. Uh, I want to tell you, thank you for having the, the courage to create an online store, create products. Uh, most people your age do not have the mindset to go and in, go into business for themselves to do for themselves. So I just want to tell you, thank you and keep pushing. No matter what anybody say, I want you to keep pushing because, uh, you are a light, a shining light for others to, Go ahead and pursue their dream. And I want you to tell my audience, how can they find you on social media? And uh, tell them your website and your products and anything else you want to shout out.
1: Definitely. If you guys are on Instagram, you guys can find me on Instagram at its.nursebay. Also, my website directly is www.nursebay.us. You can always find products on there. You can always find interesting things on my Instagram page because that is where I post. Um, If you're on Facebook, if you look up It's Nurse Bay, I will also pop up on there as well. So definitely check us out. Follow us on social media. Visit us online. Purchase some products. I leave a cute little note in all your packages. So definitely look out.
0: (laughs) All right. We're going to go ahead and end this interview. I want to tell everyone that's Listening in, share it with your friends, share it with your family members. I want to thank you for tuning in to the baddest brand in the land. And guess what? You've been locked into another episode of Understanding the Nurse Game podcast.